Good morning, Bridge Church family, and Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for inviting us into your home this morning and making your house God's house. We have an awesome morning plan for you and your entire family. Yes, and like every Sunday, we are going to kick off our service worshiping our Savior together.
morning and Merry Christmas to you. On behalf of the Bridge Church pastors, we want to say thank you for opening up your home, letting us come in and worship with you, and just share a little bit of Christmas Day with you. You know, throughout this month here at the Bridge Church, we've had the theme, Christmas Is. We've talked about Christmas is light, Christmas is peace, Christmas is expectation. But really, when you get down to the simple basics of Christmas, it's all about Jesus. God sent Jesus into our world, Emmanuel, to be God with us, to show us who God was and what he's really like, and really to bring God's presence into our lives. And we're very much aware today that everybody watching this Christmas Day service has different circumstances in their lives. For some of you today, it's a really a happy day, families gathering around. For some people, it may be a, a day of hurt, a day of pain. Maybe you're alone on this Christmas Day. We want you to know that Jesus has come to be God with you no matter what's going on in your life and no matter what your circumstances might be. But you might be asking the question today, well, if, if Jesus came to be God with me, why did he do that? What can Jesus do for me today? And we want to take just a few minutes and maybe respond to that question that you might have in the middle of your circumstances. And Corey and Amber White are our next-gen pastors. Corey and Amber, if someone were to ask you today, well, what can Jesus do in my life? What would you say to that? Yeah, well, I would say Jesus has done so much in our lives, yeah. and um, he's just shown up in so many different ways. And for many of you, you, you know my story and times that I've preached and I've shared some of my testimony and how we've grown up. And I know God's worked in my life, but also for my wife, Amber, growing up pretty similarly, I know that God's done so much in her life as well. Yeah, Jesus has given me so much hope. Um, I grew up without a dad and a lot of my family, you know, I come from generations of brokenness and hopelessness. Um, and Jesus, when he came into my life, when I chose to trust him with my life, everything changed. And I had so much hope in my life and so much hope for my now and, in, and for my future. And so I'm incredibly grateful for what Jesus has done for me personally, has given me so much hope that where there was hopelessness, he brought hope. And so my future, I know that he has it, he's got me. And no matter where you come from or what you've been through, he can give you hope today. And I want to encourage you with this verse that encourages me. Um, it is found in Romans 15, verse 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. He can give you hope today, just like he's given me hope. Yeah, and I think too, like what can God do in my life as we're answering that question? We could talk about the two of us and our story, but also we recently got to go and be a part of what God was doing in the life of one of our foster families here in Bridge Kids. And, and they actually were um, adopting their daughter. And it was an amazing moment because we saw how God wasn't just working in their life, but in this little girl's life as well. And yes. bringing her to this amazing, like Jesus-centered family. But then for this family, it was a total answer to prayer as well. So when I think, Pastor Gary, what can God do in my life? I think of Ephesians chapter three, verse 20, which says, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So what can God do in my life? What can God do in your life? more than you could ever yes. imagine. That's great. You know, one of the parts of the Christmas story is the angel told Mary, nothing's impossible with God. And regardless of what's going on in your life today, nothing is impossible 
As Amber said, trust God, put it in His hands, and let Him work. But maybe, maybe you've got situations in your family today. Maybe there's some real challenges, and maybe you're looking into the future wondering what's going to happen next. Zach, Ashley, this is Christmas season. We, we celebrate Jesus coming as a baby. We're celebrating as a family a, a new addition in our family as well. But if, if somebody were to ask you, what can God do in our family? What would you guys say to that? I think the really like easy answer to that is anything. God can do anything in our families. Um, but obviously, we're all going through different things. We're going through different seasons. We're walking through different struggles. Um, you know, what we walk through is different than what you at home are walking through. And so I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, what can God do for me, like in my family? What do I need him to do in my family? Who do I need him to be in my family? And, you know, as we were talking about this, we kind of were just looking back at this last year and we were <laughs> kind of saying how this last year has been a little bit heavy for us. It's not been a bad year by any means, but just a heavy year. Yeah. And, um, you know, on Good Friday of this year, we got a phone call that my grandma had passed um, a bit unexpectedly. She had been sick, but um, just passed a lot sooner than we were expecting her to. And my grandma has meant so much to me over the years and has played a huge role in my life. And so that was really, that was really heavy. Um, that was really hard to walk through. And then um, four days after that, we got the surprise of a lifetime in, in finding out that we were going to be having our fourth baby. And, um, you know, we were just at a season in life where we were done bringing children into the world. So we thought. And we were just very content to raise the three that we currently have. And, um, you know, a lot of you know that about a little over a year ago, we started homeschooling and, you know, life is just already very big and very full. And um, so to get that news, honestly, if I could just be very vulnerable, was was completely overwhelming. Um, and, you know, what we needed more than anything in in that was peace. And I love in Isaiah chapter nine, you know, it talks about the promise of Christ's coming. And it says that one of the things about Jesus is that he will be our Prince of Peace. And it was really amazing over this last year to watch that unfold in our lives. Yeah, it's true. It was a heavy year in so many ways. And that was a really heavy moment for us. Uh, I think it was about two months after that, you know, Ashley was in the middle of being sick during pregnancy, just, you know, kind of dealing with pregnancy sickness and all that, the busyness of kids. Uh, we'd experienced loss and then pregnancy, and then my grandfather passed away a couple months later in June, and it just felt like it got that much heavier, and the season was so much so much more difficult. And uh, you know, during that time, we were needing peace and joy all at the same time. And as we walked through that, I was always just continually reminded that Psalm 16 says that in His presence is fullness of joy. And we can always go to Him, be in His presence to find that joy that we need in our lives. And then, you know, you kind of fast forward to just a few days ago when Zion, our baby, was born. <laughs> it was amazing the night he was born. Uh, we were so fortunate to have him at home, and we had planned on doing that. And at the end of that night, in the evening, as soon as everybody had kind of cleared out, we were sitting in our bedroom, the same bedroom that we cried in when we found out we were pregnant and overwhelmed. We sat there in this moment when everybody had cleared out in the most peaceful of moments, in the most peaceful of settings. 
and just experiencing God's peace there and recognizing right there in the same room where we were once overwhelmed, we were reminded that God was with us through the whole thing and he saw us through it and the whole thing had come full circle. And we look back and recognize that he never left us. He he never uh, had forsaken us. He was always there the whole way. And every time we needed that joy in our lives, we could always return to his presence to find it. And um, again, I know that all of our needs are a little bit different, but God wants to meet all of our needs where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we don't know what you're going through in your family life, what, what things look like for you, what your season looks like, what your circumstances looks like. But we want to encourage you, you know, God is so good and he's so faithful. And, you know, the Bible talks about all the different names of God. It says that, you know, he's our peace, like what we were saying. He's our peace. He's our provider. He's, he's our healer. And, you know, it's, these aren't just things that God does for us, but it's his nature. It's who he is. And so we want to encourage you at home. What is it that your family needs Jesus to be? Who do you need him to be? What do you need him to do? And, you know, seek him for that because the Bible says that he's our father and that he wants to give good gifts to his children. And he wants to come alongside you in your season. And he wants to be the very thing that you need him to be. That's great. You know, as I was listening to Zach and Ashley uh, share their story this last year, it's interesting for me, as I watched them walk this out, it reminded me that when you're dealing with things as a family, it usually winds up being a process. But God will be with you at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. And regardless of where you guys are with your challenges, just keep walking with Him, keep trusting Him. God will be God in your life. And then the third question I want to ask today, and Ann, I want to talk to you about this for just a second. Uh, You might be wondering, well, what can Jesus do in my world? That's a big question, but why don't you unpack a little bit of that for us? What if somebody said, what can God do in my world? I think that God wants to do so much in our world, but very often we just think, well, that's his job and and he's going to do what he's going to do. And we sit back and, and just think, okay, well, God, you're going to work in my world. But how does he work in our world? He works through us. And I love how you guys shared what God has done in your lives personally because when he does things in our lives personally when we allow him to like you have it's never just for us it's always for others around us it's always for our families for those in our our workplaces our neighborhoods in our schools you know the people that we encounter and you know it makes me think about the fruit of the spirit because it's the spirit of God working in us and he produced fruit and when we think about a fruit tree the fruit on a tree is never for the tree you know it's always for others to enjoy and so the fruit of the spirit working in our lives should be flooding into our world into the people in our world so I was just thinking about some examples of that and I've heard so many stories of connect groups where you know someone has gone through something in their life they've received healing and seen God do miraculous things in them and then they encounter someone else who's going through the same thing a similar thing and they can share that and bring life to them and and let the love and the joy and the peace of God flood through them 
onto the, the other person. I mean, recently I was talking with someone and heard about another connect group where a single mom was going through a really difficult time, had been in the hospital struggling, and they just rallied around her, letting the love, the joy, the peace, the goodness and kindness, the nature of God flood through them onto her. And they're bringing Jesus into their world. And you know, sometimes I think we just make it bigger than it is when it can be so simple. And we can just let God use all of us, but sometimes it does mean that we need to get our eyes off of ourselves and our busyness and our own schedules and even be willing to step out of our comfort zones. You know, I was thinking about you, Amber, and the story we heard recently of you taking time to talk to the woman you met at the gas station who was hurting and going through a hard time and you bought her dinner but you also took time to talk to her and you shared how God brought hope into your life with us just a moment ago but then you used that to let God bring hope into her life and that's how God works in our world I know for me I've been through so many things personally where God has brought healing and restoration in my life and allows me to use that to bring healing to others around me you know God loved all of us so much that he sent Jesus into the world as a baby that's what we're celebrating today to be a gift to the world but today we all get the privilege of allowing him to continue being that gift to the world through us and i just want to encourage you take time to see those around you in your immediate world and let god flood through you to make a difference in the world the people around you let Jesus be that gift through you that he wants to be to those around you. That's great. You know, we've talked about what God can do in our lives, in our families, and in our world. But one last little Christmas thought, and everybody knows this. This is something we've all heard for many, many years, maybe all of our lives. But when Jesus was born, he was born in a manger, laid in a manger. He was born probably in a stable because the Bible says there was no room for him in the inn. People weren't expecting him and they didn't make room for him. Sometimes we get so busy in our daily lives and we get so heavy with all the cares that we carry, with all the things going on, that sometimes we fail to make room for Jesus to be God in our lives. And today I want to pray with you and maybe you've heard something today that really resonated in your heart. I want to pray with you that God will meet you right where you are, regardless of what's going on in your life, your family, your world. God will meet you right where you are and just do some things on this Christmas day that you need Him to do for you. So we're going to pray together and we're going to ask you to join us today. Let's just ask God to be God in our lives, our families, in our world. Father, thank you today for precious staff to work with. Thank you for a precious church group of people to love and to be loved by them. Thank you for all that you are. Thank you for all that you're doing. But God, today, once again on Christmas Day, as we celebrate Jesus coming to us, we make room, we open our hearts for Jesus to work in our lives. God, I know there are hurting people out there who need you to show up. Father, I've had wonderful Christmases. 
and I've had some very painful Christmases. I know what you can do in a hurting heart on a Christmas day. So I pray you'd meet people right where they are, lift them up, bring healing, encouragement, and restoration to them today. Father, I pray for families today. Those who are doing well, you'd continue to bless them. Those who are hurting, that you'd begin to bring healing and understanding to relationships. Even families that have been fractured, I pray that you would step in and begin to adjust hearts that there can be reconciliation and healing. Father, I pray last of all, that you would open up our hearts, open up our eyes, that we can see the world around us and show us how we can be light to a dark, hurting world. Father, show us how we can bring hope. Show us how we can share what you've done in us with other people and let them be God in their lives. Last of all today, thank you for Jesus, what he has done, what he is doing, and what he's going to continue to do in the future in our world. In Jesus' name. This is a house of worship This is a place of praise Where every demon trembles Where we proclaim your name This is a house of are full of faith today. You have our full attention. You have the final say. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of me. Everything in the name
Once again, we want to say thank you so much for joining us on Christmas Day here at The Bridge. And you know, in this moment, we recognize that you might be sitting at home and you've listened to this message today, and perhaps you made a decision to give your life to Christ and to make Him the Lord of your life. We honor that decision, and we're so excited that you chose to do that. But we want to help you start your relationship with God in this journey of faith. So we have a very simple gift. It's a small book, and it's called The Next Seven Days, and we would love to put it in your hands. Right there on the screen, you'll see some information of how you can get access to the next seven days. We would be happy to send it to you because we believe it is very important to help you get started in your journey of faith. So congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. We are so glad that you made that decision. You know, because this is one of our Sunday services, we're going to take a moment and honor God with our giving and bring our tithes and our offerings. And right there on the screen, you'll see a few different options of ways that you can give. We encourage you to choose the option that is most convenient for you and however you would prefer to give today. And in this moment, we just want to take this time to say thank you. Thank you so much for your generosity. And we say this every Sunday in our services, but we recognize that we are only able to do what we do because of a faithful God and faithful people. And you have faithfully taken your opportunity to give and honor God and put him first. And we are making a difference here in the Valley and through our partnerships around the world. So again, Thank you so much for doing that. And you know, this is our last Sunday to give before the end of the year. So if you'd like to send in or give now your end of the year giving so that you get it in by the end of the year, we just want to make sure that it's received by December 31st so that you'll have it on your giving statement when it comes to tax time next year. 
So thank you again so much for your generosity. And finally, before we go this morning, we want to encourage you to join us next Sunday morning. That's New Year's Day. We're going to be having one service at 10 a.m. It's going to be a great day. We're going to have extended time of worship and prayer. We're going to be looking back, reflecting, and celebrating on all the great things that God has done in the year behind, but also looking ahead to the great things that He wants to do in 2023. So I encourage you, we challenge you, be in the house of God. 10 a.m. January 1st for a great day together in church. We love you. Have a wonderful Christmas. We will see you next Sunday.